Okay. So, oh, I got it. I got it here. Before we continue on with our QB talk, um, we already addressed it a bit off mic because I didn't want to bombard you with it. But I just want to, because I missed it last week when we were recording, and then you weren't there Saturday, and we kind of touched on it a little bit. Um, The comp of Barry Sanders being selected by the Lions in your comparison of Saquon going to... I was befuddled by that because of the fact that when that happened, there was no salary cap, so it didn't hinder the Lions in continuing to, or hoping, I should say, we know how it happened, hoping to build the team around him. Let's get one thing out of the way right now. You and I both would have taken Barry Sanders at that spot in the late 1980s Yes, to build... A dynasty. But I wouldn't have picked them in 2018. Okay. So, when you compare it, relatively speaking, mm-hmm. I would have to agree with your overall assessment right. that it was not the best pick. I win! No, I'm just... But what's really important... <laughs> I'm, not, I'm not trying to win no, an argument no, 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 here. But, but what's really important is that the context of the salary cap, mm-hmm. you're pointing out that it didn't become... 96, I believe. 1996. It was based on how prolifically talented Barry Sanders was. And you just liken Saquon? And I look at it as being a similarly transcendent talent, and I cannot blame either franchise, but what I can blame is not being able to fit a salary cap in 2018, but that's changed a bit. This is why I wanted to address it, because it... And I'm glad that you... I missed it. it. I I literally did not hear you say it when we were recording... I think I missed it the first time I was, like, editing. And then when I put it out, and I was like, wait a sec, what the fuck? Let me clarify that taking Saquon Barkley at two cannot be a bad pick when he accrues 2,000 yards from scrimmage. I I understand why okay. you think why you're thinking that. If, if I'm a GM and somebody says, well, you take this player at two, and he'll give you 2,000 yards from scrimmage in 16 games. I don't think the Giants expected that. But what I'm trying to say to you is, who's going to say, who's going to pass on that? Right. So, when you're trying to build a franchise, you ask me, well, why wouldn't they just take Sam Darnold, take Will Hernandez in the second round, and get value at the tailback position later on day two and day three, probably day three, right, on on Sunday. Again, I'm stuck in my own way of thinking. And I appreciate that, but what... What I saw from Barkley at Penn State was the same thing that Detroit saw from Barry Sanders at Oklahoma State. A okay. transcendent talent. That yeah, that cannot... they just could not pass on. They felt like we all, we all saw it when he ran at the Combine. And then he went yeah. over to the, the little fucking partition and he's talking with, Get, I think it was Gettleman. Or no, it was the Giants head scout or whatever. Yeah, I remember it was. And, and everyone was making, emo- like, was making memes with fucking heart emojis in the yeah. eye and, and a little boyish smile the scout yeah. had. Like, everyone knew that, that they were not passing on Saquon. I, I'm playing the hindsight game yeah. in the way that if Jacksonville would have potentially drafted the, uh, differently at number four when they took Fournette and then get Kamara later in the draft, it probably would be working out a little bit better for them right now. If, it's just, if, again, it's hindsight. If but Dak it, Prescott doesn't get that DUI so close to the draft, he doesn't go to the full the, to the fourth round, and now he's playing quarterback somewhere else, and you guys might have got two more years out of Tony Romo. You know, how long can that game go? Uh, right. And that's an excellent point. That's right. why that's why I hate time travel 
uh, as a plot device in, in books or movies because it's fucking cheap. Unless it's con- so it's hindsight. Unless it's contextually relevant, like the Barry Sanders Saquon Barkley thing, because the context matters with no salary cap, with yes. Detroit not being able to find a quarterback for a bloody decade. That's all. And it's again, completely- I don't think either one of us are wrong or right based on that, like this little three-minute conversation of clarification. Absolutely. But it's just, I wanted you to know why I was, like, wanting to address this. Like, especially because when I continue listening to episode 32, or, yeah, 32, um, when we talked about the collapse of the Steelers, and I said, well, you know, I think a big part of it was losing James Conner at a key part in in their season. They had those two games where they were starting a fucking, a tight end as a running back. Or whoever, whoever that that little gadget player they had that I was actually and listed a as a tight end, and he did. Game, yeah. And they, and they, yeah, exactly. Oh, and now his name is blanking. But then you said that the Steelers' the, offensive line made the running back position expendable, even or, or or brought it to light that like the trend of like hitting on later round running backs is is a te- especially with them. Like Big Ben said it early in the season when Lev. Was sitting out. Mm-hmm. Uh, we 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 go as the offensive line goes here. That's that's including me and that's including twenty six. And it's tr- and it, and it is true. I think that the Steelers are the exception. Maybe with a healthy Dallas Cowboys front. And that it's exactly okay. what I'm thinking. So it's exactly what I'm thinking. When you factor that in, it's not like somebody can go and say, "Well, take out Ezekiel Elliott," and if you have a healthy. A healthy five offensive lineman in Dallas, Rod Smith can do the exact same thing. That is not what I'm saying. Like, here's something I just thought of. If the Steelers would have seen the writing on the wall uh, with Lev this this season and made a move to, to trade up in the draft and get Saquon from the Giants at two, that would have been a crazy move trading away and then putting but, Bell on the New York Giants? Hold on. but because or, or, yeah, if they traded Bell for the number two and... Hold on. I know this is going off on a tangent, but I I could see it being justified because of the way that team is built with their offensive line. Similar to why, I like I, I've said it a million times, Zeke is probably the outlier in that school of thinking because of all the assets that went into the Cowboys building of that offensive line prior to him drafting. And again, that, he was supposed to be the Terrell Davis to Tony Romo. Uh, yeah, Tony Romo. And we never got to see that because of the back injury. But Ezekiel Elliott's quality is what makes my offensive line comment. It's what discredits it. Because Ezekiel Elliott does so much that he is the only outlier in that conversation. The conversation of, does a really talented offensive line make the running back position expendable? In most cases, yes. In the case of Ezekiel Elliott, no. Because you have a blocker on third down. You have a slot back receiver. You have a... You yeah. have a... You have a... Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Keep going, right? There's one more thing that I I think I misspoke on, or not that that in, like that's making me, it seem as if I'm saying you misspoke. Um, that's not what I'm I'm trying to say. Okay. Um, um. Oh, I said that the Giants should have seen the writing on the wall and learned from Jacksonville. With taking Fournette. Fournette. At now, four. what okay. the fuck am I talking about? Because what the Giants saw was a team that went to the AFC Championship game with Blake Bortles. The first year that they had Fournette. Very similar to the way that 
the Cowboys excelled in the first year with Ezekiel Elliott going 13-3. So I was wrong in the saying Cowboys that. The Cowboys did a lot of work before drafting Zeke. No, no. I said that, yeah, with building just, the, the, I, all the assets. I just won't. won't they, I just, did, they put their Tyron first-round pick. Zach first-round pick. Travis first-round pick. Can we just get back pick. to Jacksonville for two seconds? We've never spent enough time. Uh, I don't see Jacksonville losing again. Um, in 2017... <laughs> I did not. I did not enjoy that season enough. I was humble. Mm. I exercised. I exercised amount of caution and realism. And now you were like me this past season with the win streak. And yeah. now I, I feel like I would so. I wish I would have soaked it in because you're absolutely right. Yeah. And when you look at signing that contract extension for Blake Bortles, three year at fifty eight million, it's foolish. You'd be that much more heartbroken right now, though. But they were 10 minutes away from the Super Bowl, and it was only because the greatest quarterback ever. Not even. They were. Since they, Joe Montana. They were, they were having the balls Telvin to throw Smith. the ball on third and six away from a Super Bowl. Miles Jack got robbed. Yeah. Okay? The refs in that game had a propensity to look for Jacksonville, making. F- the, the, I think it, the, the most egregious one was, I believe, right before halftime. On a go route down the left sideline. It was a PI on AJ Boyd. Yeah, yeah. And it was oh, yeah, excellent yeah. coverage. But let's not digress. Okay. I agree with what you're saying that what they saw was a team that almost went to the Super Bowl with Blake Bortles. Yeah. So how do you not pay guys for their performances? How so do I you guess not I've now soft I've now softened my stance on it being I will not I will now say that it wasn't a terrible pick. I will say that I think it was naive for them to think that Saquon could mask just how bad Eli is now. Well, that's a fair assessment. That's what I'm gonna. That's, that's what I think I'm now going to hang my hat on. Is they they felt that they could mask what they had seen in the previous season and the dwindling of, of Eli's arm and decision making and, and the, the quicksand pocket awareness type of deal. Like he looks like he's sinking in quicksand sometimes in that backfield. Hard to disagree with any type and, of criticism. And that's what I was kind of saying about, like, th- the offense that the Giants were calling this past season, it didn't, it wasn't um, efficient in a sense where they were setting up the play action by giving Saquon the ball. Or it well, was a lot of, do- that's, like, that's how Sherbrooke those stats. A lot of those stats are padded stats because it was just bad offensive bullshit and it's third and 22 so yeah, Saquon can pick up seventeen on his on a dump pass, and he's doing that four times a fucking game, and all of a sudden he's averaging eighty three yards receiving a game. I don't know if I would agree with that overall. That's a little bit. Saquon Barkley made something out of nothing. Some of the st- oh, even more that, off, more often than a lot of other athletes did. He didn't help so, them win though. Is that's my bottom line? But you know what though, I'm gonna say this: five and eleven or eleven and five, it was still an excellent pick at two. I, I won't go excellent. I all all waver from me thinking terrible, but okay. I can't go to excellent. If somebody to, were to castrate. if somebody were to tell you that with this draft pick at two overall you'll get two thousand yards from the line of scrimmage, would anybody say that's anything short of a great pick? Anybody ask any scout? Ask I know any what general you're saying. I know what you're saying, but when it's attached to five and eleven, so you mean to tell me that if they finished eleven and five, went deep in the playoffs and lost? You would think that it was a better pick than it is right now. Yes, it doesn't distract. Yeah, it doesn't distract from him, him as a football player, nor his accomplishments. No, because I think that's my major point: is that if that what was his impact, is that your point? What was his influence? Yeah, his imp- was, like, like, yeah, he, he. I get where you're coming from. I just don't see it. How do, right. What's the fucking? So this one is sort of like this. A guy, I think he's more so against 
the Saquon pick. But, he, well, he's just saying, can I buy it? Like, do I buy it that maybe, and then they tank, which they kind of did tank right. this season. Well, they, 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 then do they try and hit on quarterback this season? Cowboy this fans, draft? be happy because Gettleman's saying Eli's not going anywhere. And that's so. Great. There's another yeah. two wins for the Cowboys this season. You Can know. we just talk for like five seconds about how much we talked about the New York Giants to start the show? <laughs> yeah, true. Good point. <clears throat> Fuck the Giants. Um, one more thing before we intro this episode. Um, got a listener email uh, from, I guess, in response to episode 33. Um. Or I guess he can... Uh, I'm not going to read his email because it's a fucking novel. Um, while I appreciate some of what he said, uh, he's, I don't know, clearly confused about something. This is a public service announcement. Sponsored by... I do want to address it. Uh, so, let me be clear um, that if I am correct... And what I said in the last episode, that there seemed to be, uh, I guess, some sort of a, a racial undertone. And if that is the case, then let, let me be clear that I am on Antonio Brown's side all the way. And while I, uh, I said that he would cop out if asked about that and not, not uh, go in... That that was like a that was my frustration point. Um, so let me again for the third time. Let me say. Let me be clear. Fuck Ben Roethlisberger. I love the listener feedback, but I mean, infer that I'm uh, in any way racist, and I mean, you're gonna make my fucking head explode and <laughs> make me get. If I'm reading in between those lines correctly, and AB's saying what I think he's saying, then, again, motherfuck Ben Roethlisberger. I don't give a shit about Ben Roethlisberger, and I'll I'll give less than a shit, of, uh, you know what I mean, about him if, if that's the case. Fuck Ben Roethlisberger. That clear enough? Welcome back to Talking Pigskin. I'm your host, Jeremy McKeon. Mike the Jag. And I'm Batman. <laughs> Look, he's doing his Batman voice. Wow, I don't even know if that's Michael Keaton. <laughs> his big boy pants on today. <laughs> he did. Johnny uh, full-time. Johnny, and, and held him up with a utility belt, apparently. <laughs> Johnny coveralls. Johnny, <laughs> oh, Johnny, se- Johnny utility belt. Selling the farm. Fucking Batman. All right. Someone designed a new quarterback criteria. Uh, yeah, I did do that. Um, oh, and God, completely yeah. ignoring the quarterback criteria to put a bow on the Giants uh, intro, they'd be better off playing Wildcat with Saquon as quarterback. Jesus. 
But then you could incorporate OBJ to be in the backfield and throw the ball too. Well, That's he not threw, even he crazy. Threw, he threw the longest touchdown pass for the Giants last season. Let's I'm not, not even joking. He did. Oh, I, I saw it. I and, it was the longest, and it was the longest pass all season in, air, in air yards. That was too that was, Saquon. Yeah, right? it, had, it had more arc than a Steph Curry like three, whatever. Three, three, three pointer. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So with that said, we got a little bit of a, an, I guess, an amendment um, for the way that we're gonna. I guess dual rank these quarterbacks. So we're gonna continue with our um, our individuals, but to kind of defend or tear down any of our future picks, we're gonna go through ten categories, grade them each out of ten, and then get a score or a grade for said quarterback. So to do so, legacy out of ten, career stats out of ten. 2018 stats, arm strength, pocket awareness, arm talent, IQ, playoffs. Playoffs? You kidding me? Playoffs? Recency bias and cap hit. They're all going to be ranked out of 10. Add them up, and that's going to be said quarterback score. So just to, before I let you guys expunge on that. I don't even know if that's the right word. It's not. Okay. Expound. I said expunge before, and you fucking... You jumped on my back, ready to slit my throat, but I was just doing it for views, apparently. So the difference between, like, arm strength and arm talent, arm strength is self-explanatory. Like, Absolutely. the amount of zip on a ball, how how consistently they're throwing the ball down the field. How uh, much does he Brett Favre? Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. What about Brett Favre? Bruh. Touchdown! Hi, Mary. <laughs> Uh, and then arm talent, the difference there is, can he make all the throws? Is there that touch? Can is he the, Yeah, can, exactly. Can he, can it look like it's fallen out of the heavens like a butterfly with broken wings? I like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah you like that, eh? I do. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Cornball sausage is here. That's like some old man, like when you what? when you're on the golf course and you, and you got like a little ninety this yard. This just said butterfly. <laughs> don't let a man say tangential in your garage ever again. Yo, don't you uh-huh. ever disrespect the fucking caterpillar, bro. <laughs> So my, my my two through fifteen changed after this criteria. Like I literally busted out a calculator and started adding up all these out of tens. Yeah. So so yeah. So I like, sent it in the group chat, but you were absent yesterday, bro. You were fucking that's okay. sleepy. That's okay. In absentia still counts, man. You're still you're still a board member. Are you guys like me and you and you check the circles underneath? Like, did everybody see it? Yeah. I think my no. I think okay. the notification. Yeah. It's all right, man. You gotta turn right. them on. Roll tide. You're a busy guy, bro. Roll tide. So, you had to do that hair and then put a hat on over top? Absolutely. That was from the night before? Yeah. <laughs> Can I see the offense? Well, I mean, it's February, but it's still, a, it's still a gun show. Um, so, so, so our number one hasn't changed. I, yeah, we're all Mahomes except for Johnny. Yeah. We're oh, should I, I guess I should get fucking uh, B, eh? Oh, or, no, no, no I'll, I'll, I'll text him and you keep going. Go. So, 
Go ahead, B. Mike. Sorry. Number two for well, me. Hey, hey, sorry for me. For me. I, I fucking I, I got so mad at this guy and Brandon. I was looking something up Saturday night and I go, hey guys, uh, this is the time where you talk. Yeah. And then nothing. And then I go, Brandon. Next time you hear a fucking gap like that, like just insert your voice, bro. And he's like, oh yeah, sorry. I was I was looking something up too. And I just look at this guy. Silence, silence. And I'm like, where the fuck's my B, Mike? <laughs> so yeah, there's your fucking. There's your argument to not record when you can't. Hey, I didn't say it. Y'all did. But anyway, my 2 through 15 changed for a bunch of reasons because... Johnny Hive will be happy. Johnny got more mic time. There you go. Like he'll be buzzing around in that fucking... What? Well, I mean, he's got to get the number of hours first before... My partner, there on, the, my partner on the field, he, he knows you know what I mean? what's up. Shout, Shout out. 88 and 89. Shout out, Eric. Shout out, so, Eric. Shout out, Chief. Oh, oh, that's who you were shouting out. Yeah. The one man Johnny Hive. Oh, you didn't know that? No, that's yeah. the he has a beehive like Beyonce, but it's the Johnny Hive. Oh, and my it's just Aaron God. fucking it's buzzing around, <laughs> buzzing around trying to scrape the honey on the inside of the fucking honeycomb. Hey, but if you got Aaron, if, <laughs> so who's the queen being there? If you got Chief as a fan, nah. that's all you need, dog. There you go. <laughs> All right, Russell oh, Wilson. Hey. Russell Wilson's number two. I text B dog. Uh, Russell Wilson's number two now. He is. I could. I. I like Last Wilson. time I checked, he's got a ring. Last time I oh, checked, I thought, I thought, no, 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 no. It's a big I'm jump. Just, yeah, and it's a big jump because or if he gets AB, like I said, whoa. whoa you look whoa. at a, if you're to average out what you're thinking of with those stats, which you said, I could see that as a. a he threw thirty-five touchdowns this year. Do you have, do you have your numbers for that? Like why? Like what well, did you? I'm, do you I'm, have it? I'm trying oh, to. Get oh, sorry, to fucking right? get to oh it then. God, damn. So he throws. Pause for a minute. Yeah, I can pause for a minute. Brandon's texting it go through, so if he talked to me. I had to delivered, so I just didn't know if like maybe his phone was off or maybe like just he was working. Like I didn't know if you actually were in contact with him. Like where are you? Calling? Uh, yeah, I talked to him. And if you want to use it, I didn't know if you're gonna use my phone again or not. Oh, I see what you're saying. So sorry. I treated it like the slam dunk competition. Sorry. This is what Mike was was getting ready to say to me. Motherfucker, shut the fuck up when I'm talking. Motherfucker, shut the fuck up when I'm talking. <laughs> That's what you wanted to say. I don't know That's what, what app that is, but I have to get it. Yeah, you gotta start getting just, fucking your own drops, bro. No, it, yeah, exactly. Maybe I can make my own drops. Bro. I don't you need know. to. Um, That's, how you, That's why I go back and listen half the time. I don't time. know how to it's do just to cut shit. Say that again louder for the listener. You don't know how to do what I do? The, <laughs> well, the mic, like, to record off your, like, taking, playing something off your phone and taking the recording. <laughs> I make my own. So yeah, my head's back. not gonna fit out of this so fucking living room when we're done. Derailing Mike over here. Yeah, we do. Sorry, Mikey. So Pat Mahomes scored a forty-nine <laughs> on this scale. Okay. Pat Mahomes scored a forty-nine out of hundred. On your scale, ninety-nine. Ninety-nine. I said I was doing it like a slam dunk competition. And so you gave him a nine out of ten for legacy and ten out of ten for everything else. It's exactly what I did because it's been one season. That's is that that that's not crazy. That's not. Russell Wilson scored. For me, for, for, me. for me, he scored a 98. Wow. Okay. What, and, and what was the two points out? like? Arm strength. So we got a 9 or an 8? You got an 8. And everything else is a perfect 10? Everything. And the reason why I decided to do it that way was because when he tosses the ball, it is with such perfect accuracy and such perfect touch. I rewatched that, that Chiefs it game. After you said it, those balls were in a basket. Yeah, they they really were. And I'm not saying that the arm strength isn't there, 
I'm just saying that it's so much more touch and accuracy than it is a Joe Flacco 70-yard, just throw it as high and as far as you can, or an Aaron Rodgers, throw it as high and as far as you can. Okay? It's a very, very different type of arm talent, which is why I gave him a 10 out of 10. I gave Andy Luck the same score. Okay? I gave him the exact same mm. score. Okay? The only reason why... You're grading like a, like a, the nicest teacher ever. No, but guys start to fall off, though. Okay. Yeah. Keep going. Sorry, we've derailed they you do. enough. Get your talk. Get, get your they talk. They do. Up. So I gave Andy Luck the exact same score, and I just took it off of Legacy. Because he makes all of the throws, and his decision-making and his poise and his process is damn near perfect. He gets the ball out as fast, if not faster, than Tom Brady. Is he still um, a 10 out of 10 arm strength after that shoulder surgery? I'm sorry. We doubted him all season, and he came out and threw 38 touchdowns. Yeah, but is it 10 out of 10? That's all I'm saying. Like I, I, I think eight, no, eight point five would be like a, a good enough for him. So are we to? And I'm open to interpretation. That's are, what, are, are, I think you're grading you, a little easy. Are you? Are you open to the interpretation that his arm is fully healed, or that that's an, an injury that will for, forever not give him a hundred percent arm strength? That's kind of more okay. along the lines of okay. After after Andy Luck, I have Drew Brees. Oh, and I was just gonna say, what's your arm strength for Drew Brees? Okay. Nine out of ten. Oh, I hate it. Now, okay. you're, now you're grading way too easy. Sure. You think so? Yeah, I think you're grading way too easy. I think he's like a six out of ten for arm strength now. That's like we, I highlighted it earlier how they don't throw the ball over forty yards anymore in the air with him, and he just picks the field apart in fifteen to thirty. I'm going, going back, back. I'm going, going back, back. Fifteen to thirty. But I, I, I have a hard time thinking that somebody who completes 7 Hello? out of 10 pass... Hello, sir. What's going on, B-Dog? How's it going, guys? Hey, B-Dog, do you think that Drew Brees has arm strength? Does Drew Brees have arm strength? Yeah, like, do you think he can throw the ball with arm strength? I absolutely think he does. This is ridiculous. He still does. Uh, you guys are making me I angry think he, all of I a sudden. Think I, I think at the age he does, he still has some arm strength. What, what would you grade it out of 10? Like, 10 out of 10 being like he's got a Pat Mahomes, like, fastball cannon. Like a Michael Vick fucking cannon? Yeah, exactly. Um, I'd give him maybe, like, a six and a half. Okay. Fair That's enough. all I'm saying. Like, yeah. And I'm not trying Fair to fight. No. I hate when I, I just, feel like I'm fucking trying to tear you down. But, but like, I have a hard time with somebody who nice. completes 7 out of 10. Oh, all right. You're too nice, bro. That's it. You're too nice. Fine, 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 fine. Arm talent, give him a 10. No, 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 no. I'm going to go back to my list there. Hold on. Stop talking over each other. No sense screaming and arguing. Makes no difference whether a pin's a penny or a pin is the car you win. And I sound like I'm in the twilight talking of my phone. This is my mic talk on it. I like hogging it. Motherfucker, shut the fuck up when I'm talking. I'd be more scared that he drops uh, his yardages from the last three years from like what was it, fourth, fourth and fifth or third and fourth league to like thirteenth this year. Yes, like I I just finished it before John, Johnny yeah, put you on. I'm 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 gonna go back and I'm gonna revise revise the assessment. <laughs> This we're gonna be finished quarter value, quarterback evaluation in May. No, it'll be before draft. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and there's not and, and again, this is kind of why I said we can start grading them together to have a, a collective list aside from our individual no, but list. See, the thing is, is that I don't disagree with you. It's yeah. just like you just presented the criteria late last night, so I just started to look at stats and scramble stuff down. 
But you're absolutely right, though. If there's not a critical eye, if there's not a critical analysis, then it's fucking bogus. Yeah. All right. That's yeah. all I'm yeah. trying to say. Like, okay, so... <sighs> from a data standpoint, from a data standpoint, I'm going to regrade, but my... But where I rank them is not going to change. So let me stop fucking stuttering and stammering through this goddamn list. I'm just, I'm just. Pat Mahomes, Russell Wilson, Andy Luck, Drew Brees, and Aaron Rodgers for the top five. And I'm going to revise and regrade because after we've had this conversation on air, which we should have had off air. Now that I think about it, um, you can always edit it, but well. See, and this is where I kind of asked you, like, am I fucking editing too much and making this goddamn podcast too polished? No. This, but no. sometimes, you like, I know like... that I know that me personally, I kind of like listening to the the the. I don't want it scripted. Like, That's what I'm saying. It doesn't have to be totally scripted. scripted. Yeah. I can tell when I'm. There needs to be like segment breakdowns, and there needs to be like. There needs to be, like, an assessment of what we want to talk about. Yeah. Like, we need to know and, 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 and understand it, like... Okay, should we maybe scrap QB talk for today and, and maybe ease into what we're or getting some content with that game I wanted to play? Yeah, let's do that. Are you cool with that, Brandon? Say that one more time, sorry? Just maybe putting the QB talk on the back burner until we have, like, an actual off off-air conversation between all of us. Of how we're gonna formulate this? Yeah, because I almost want to scrap this before. Yeah, I agree. I hear you. I, I literally want to fucking cut this whole thing and restart. Just cut it and then start with. Well, the I won't erase it right now. Well, the hold on, are, hold on. It's always content. I think there's okay. I won't have in the vault. Hold on. At least I have it in the vault because that's what I've. I've got two episodes in the vault. Okay, Brandon. Okay, welcome back to Talking Picks again. I'm your host, Jeremy McKeon. Mike the Jag. Johnny on the spot. And on the phone, we got B-Dog there on the counter. Here we go. So, um, we are going to play a little game, fellas. That escalated quickly. I'm going to give each of you a team that I want you to try to hypothetically make better by either adding a player through free agency or if you have a trade mapped out in your mind. Um or through the draft, or you can choose to drop someone uh, to make them better based on the cap uh, breakdown, like how it would affect the cap in, with open money. So, for example, I would say that uh, a good move for the Cincinnati Bengals would be to drop Andy Dalton and A.J. Green currently. Right now, drop them both. You're going to save a boatload off the cap. It's not too much dead money. And start your rebuild. Start it fresh without those two stars. It's it's at the point where if you're rebuilding, they're not going to help you with that rebuild. Mm-hmm. So cut ties right. with them, save the money, and bring in new fresh blood. Hard to argue with that logic, yeah. So uh, I'm going to pose to you, Mike, how would you make the Arizona Cardinals better? Like how... I'll go. If okay. I were to... To make Dallas better, if in my opinion, I would probably want to get some more, something at another lineman offensively. Either just draft? because, yeah. Well, draft somebody. at maybe I know we have the best what do you left th- tackle. What do you think about dropping Leo Collins, cutting him, and saving seven point six mil against the cap? 
I like Leo. So do I, but, guy, but so do I. But has he, has he continuously kind of progressed every season, or did he, did he regress this past season? Like he regressed. A Definitely bit, did. So. Right. So is he still worth that that contract? I think. I think. I think you could cut. And again, I like Leo too. I think too. there was a big difference. I think that with Colombo, um, co- like giving him a little Maybe bit of coaching, coaching yeah. where like that really. And that and that's a good argument for but why you don't want to cut him because Paul no, Alexander ruined him for eight games. I just feel like like we've got one of the best in there, but they are starting to get a little bit older. But they're not they're not out of it yet. That's why I'm a believer in you don't have to throw the rookies into the wolves right as you get them. I like to I like to get that's I like to change guys. I know, but when you can learn from some of when you have some of the best talents in the league on that team and you can go in, you get you can learn some things from them from the first year, your first year. See that's weird. You could look at Leighton. You threw him to the wolves. No, well I know he. Well, he came out with a wolf pelt. Fucking some guys are just monsters out there. They just, <laughs> you know, they get yeah. in game mode. We got to remember too. We always looking at numbers, looking at things on paper. But these people are human. These some of these guys just get in game mode. Yeah, and like l- let me stay on like the same like pitch that's easy to hit, right? So so Jacksonville. <laughs> So, so Jacksonville is going to keep Blake Bortles as the number two quarterback, and they are going to sign a free agent. And I don't think that Nick, Fo- I don't think that Nick Foles is worth twenty five million, right? See, that's I don't and I also and I also don't think that anybody not named Dwayne Haskins is worth the seventh overall pick. So I think so, there's, I think there's one first round talent at quarterback this year in the draft, and he played and for Ohio and State. He played for Ohio State. So I think Kyler Murray's. A stretch for a first rounder. So my concern is, is I said that the Jaguars, everybody knows they need another quarterback, but do the Giants take Haskins and ruin every plan that Jacksonville had? Because if you don't believe that a free agent is worth twenty five million, last year you made the mistake of paying the market price for a quarterback in Blake Bortles, three years, fifty eight million, ruin the market. And do you do it again? No, that's that's ludicrous. See, and that's a good point. That's why so it, it, it baffles me that they're saying that Nick Foles is like projected to go to the like the the best landing spot for him is is Jacksonville. So how much money do they have invested at the quarterback? See, and that's the other. I can't guys. see them paying that, that money for absurd. that. They got to go through the draft. So. Dwayne Haskins at seven makes the most sense, and the only reason why I didn't say that three minutes ago is because I'm not sure what the Giants are going to do at six. That's true. So can they leapfrog him? Now you want to trade away assets? How much value though? How much value can you give up to move one spot? Is he your guy? Is Haskins your guy? So staying with the game, which is really good. I'm just if they draft the if they draft the quarterback, yeah. Who's the day one starter? Oh, that's I. Well, you have to go through camp before you can even make I that agree. assessment. I, okay, right? but I, I'm just saying. Like, Do you think yeah, Cleveland exactly. feels that they should have started Baker instead of Tyron? 100%. They're games? a playoff team if they started right? from week one. So what I'm trying to say is... They would have beat the Steelers week one. Sticking with, your, sticking with the game, I like Dwayne Haskins, but I'm afraid to say that. I don't like Nick Foles. I've had $25 million, but a free agent quarterback makes sense. Yep. And if they don't do that, they've got a number two, an expensive one. Now, the, the offense needs another receiver. We also need to shore up the offensive line because once Cam so, Robinson goes down, let's go outside of your or stay in your division. Yeah. Go outside of uh, Duval. Yeah. Uh, how would you fix the Colts? I would fix the Colts by bringing in one more receiver, big body that, that can make it happen in the red zone. How did I know you were thinking that? Oh, I, because you said it last week. 
So I like DK Metcalf, who you brought up, but yeah. I like Enkeel Harry a little bit more because he has the production at Arizona State. Yeah, is, Metcalf, is Metcalf there next year? Pardon me? D- DK Metcalf is, is in the draft. Yeah. So you, are you yeah. asking what? Do we think that the Colts draft him? Potentially, but he's saying that a big body receiver, he was saying that he likes Nikhil Harry more than DK Metcalf. Just because of the production yeah. value from Arizona. DK, they, Me- DK Metcalf looks like fucking David Boston. I mean... <laughs> he's too big. I'm not trying to take anything... Everybody's seen that picture now on Twitter. Yeah. Of him in the gym. Yeah, but I don't want to discredit or take away anything from him because he is an SEC talent. Yeah. And he is somebody who can make a difference. Sticking with the Colts... I think that they need to shore up their secondary just a little bit more. Mm, and, definitely. That's a weak spot on the defense. And I, I also think that Nasir Adderley can be a sneaky addition for them because if you pair him with Steal Malik him Hooker... Steal him before the Chiefs can pick him? If you pair him with Malik, Malik Hooker, Hooker yeah. it will be a formidable secondary. Yeah. Especially when One Darius free agent. Like, remember, they got tons of cap room for a free agent signing too, so... They might be in the conversation for Le'Veon Bell. That's... Is that absurd? I I I said it all off season or all season that that's where he was going until I saw what Marlon Mack was doing. But and then I said last week on uh, I I've all but written that off. And then listening back, I thought, well, why, why if the Browns are adding Kareem Hunt when they've got Chubb and Johnson, does it do I discount the Colts maybe trying to get a great one-two punch in Mack and Bell? So I think that they signed Le'Veon Bell. Especially because Bell's like a and, receiver and they as bolster, well. And they bolster that, that team, and they draft a receiver, and now Andy Luck has everything. How, what would that offense, hold on, what would that offense look like if, if they had Andrew Luck, Marlon Mack, T.Y. Hilton, uh, Le'Veon Bell, Ebron, uh, Eric Ebron, and then you add D.K. Metcalf and Le'Veon Bell. That's there. Now Andrew Luck has everything that, at yes. his disposal because that offensive Ooh, I line... I like that. See, this is the game. So, this is why I wanted to play the game. So we just made the Colts better. So that offensive line has already shown that it can take the next step. When the skill positions around via free agency and the trade come in, Ooh. that's how you complete the offense. See, why I want to play yes. the game? Now on the defensive side of the ball, they need pass rush. I said that they could get free safety Nasir Adderley. I'm revising that as I'm saying it because they need a pass rush. Okay. And this is a deep draft. Let's make let's make the Raiders better. The Raiders need a pass rush like you wouldn't believe. Davion Clowney gets his Marlon Mack contract. Or um, gets his uh, Khalil Mack, Mack contract with contract. the Raiders. Bam. The Raiders are primed to overpay a DN. The Raiders haven't got that much better. But they have gotten a little bit better if they sign Davion Clowney in free agency. Yes. Via the draft, they have more first-round picks than cents, right? I take that back to anybody who's an Oakland fan. Um, tell me that they that they don't need a running back. Yeah. Tell me they don't need a receiver. Yeah, two. They need and, to replace Amari and um, Crabtree. And they have an aging offensive line, and uh, there's a potential salary cut with um, Osemele, I believe is his last, right? Yeah. And Donald Penn yeah. is an aging veteran as well. See, so, I think if you if you retain that offensive line, yeah, they're getting older, but they were regarded as one of the better ones in the league four or five years ago, three is years it, ago. Is it, is it absurd to say uh, uh, Antonio Brown can go there? To Oakland, it's that's not, not absurd. absurd at no, all. It's not absurd. <clears throat> Especially if, uh, if uh, John Gruden believes in Derek Carr. Because that season that you're speaking of, Derek Carr looked like an elite quarterback. And what does Mike Mayock think of Derek Carr? Oh, that's and, and a great I believed in Derek Carr a few years ago, say two years ago and stuff. And yeah, I think he has a good arm to throw. He did with Amari Cooper, obviously. And 
Crabtree and stuff, so he can throw deep balls. We all see that, and I said Brown could be a good fit in Oakland. Perfect. So sticking, so sticking to the game, we add Antonio Brown on on offense. They draft either a tackle, a receiver. I wouldn't say draft a, a, a tailback in the first round. I don't think they're drafting a receiver picks. in the first round either. I don't think there's that many good wide receiver talents for the first round. Which is a reason why they would take one. Which is a reason why they don't right. want to go deep into day two and maybe try with to the Dallas pick. and try to scrape value where it's maybe not with there. the Dallas pick at twenty seven. Replace the player with whom. Yeah, 27. You, you traded, right? So you could there at 27, yeah, use it like that and replace... So Jade Beyond Clowney be a free agency for the defense. I like him going to Oakland. I see them overpaying him. What about like a Frank Clark going to Oakland to I bring, to bring some Seattle. youth these days in Seattle, eh? Yeah. Well, that's why I think Grady Jarrett's getting the franchise tag, like I said last week, and I think Frank Clark gets signed in Seattle. But in Oakland, though, defensive line, linebackers, and secondary, they need help everywhere. They need so help like, everywhere. What, yeah, this is like... They need a lot of but I think instantly right there, like you said, if uh, I don't like, I don't know about AB there. Right. But if you give him, if you give him Clowney, and then you say you draft a like a, a Nikhil Harry at twenty seven, yeah. you get a uh, imagine a Hollywood Brown, Marquise Hollywood Brown pick, and then you sign a- Antonio Brown. Now all of a sudden, Oakland. There's your replacement for Amari and Crabtree with two Browns. And suddenly... And all of a sudden, the Raiders aren't a tire fire anymore. And suddenly, and they moved to Las... Maybe a 6-10, 7-9. But suddenly, they moved to Las Vegas, and they're one of the greatest professional football shows, right? Well, and they're yeah. also... There's, is there state tax in, in Las Vegas? It's like Florida. Savon, look it up. And Texas. Texas is like Florida as well. Yes. So, that's gonna... They're gonna... Again... I said that they... He, I'm going to have to check Las Vegas now that I'm thinking about it. They were a punchline for the first couple weeks of the season, and I said I sure. think that um, old Chucky there might end up getting the last laugh in a couple years. At the same time, I also said he needs to fucking give a rebate to the... Yeah. What about also Dominican Sue? Uh, to where? I, I to Oakland? He's, he's, not, he's not signing in, in L.A. I don't think he's signing. He's not going to re-sign in L.A. Well, the only way that you can make the Rams better, if we're sticking to the game, is by releasing players. Because now the salary cap is going to factor into this game, right? Yes, yes, yes. So, yeah. the only way you can make them better is addition by subtraction, right? Johnny, can you pull up overthecap.com? Johnny's got a great little nice new setup for us here. He's got a, he's got a monitor uh, placed on the table for uh, hooked up to his laptop for us, Brandon. It's pretty dope. Brando, we're moving on. We're moving on up in the world here, bud. Brando, if you're the if you're the LA Rams, do you retain Marcus Peters? I try as hard as I can to retain him. I agree with you. I, think, I do. I think he's one of the best in the game. Oh, I, I, don't I like that. I, I'm not that far. I'm not there, but like, I, I agree. I'm not I'm, like I'm not saying I'm, I'm putting him up there and like I put him up there in my top seven or eight. Right. Oh, I don't even know if I'd do that. Oh, I he's he's a top ten guy for me, but he's like ten. For me? Yeah, he's ten for me. Um, you almost say that too much that you can't even use. You know, you know what I know? You know, oh, I don't do it. I don't do it every time. I know, but I'm just as a because it would be. You know what I noticed <laughs> last week when I was editing oh, a couple of those Bill Burr drops in is uh, there was about seven or eight times that I said, "Well, to me," and I was like, "Oh, thank God I said to me." <laughs> to me, yeah, <laughs> and not and not for me because I. They cut to the one who was going to get her titties done, and she sits down, and the first thing that she comes out of her mouth, she just goes, For me? Now it's just like, I'm a, I, I gotta get the fuck out of here. I gotta get the fuck out of here. I, I can't, like, I guess, you know, for me, I guess I watch fucking football. 
So, so, Shout um, out to old Billy Burr, that red Good old Billy fuck. Red Balls. Man, he makes me laugh, like, from the gut. Um, let's stick to the game, and you're Bruce Arians. You walk in day one. How do you make Tampa Bay better? Well, you don't say what you said last episode, where I threw a push a T yuck in there. <laughs> Fucking, I don't know about that. Nothing wrong with Jameis Winston comment. Oh, he said there's it's all mechanical. I know it Bruce wasn't your comment. Yeah, it was Bruce, Bruce Arians. Yeah, his issues are just fucking. Kangle hat might be a little too tight on top of that head. <laughs> coolest, co- coolest coach in the NFL. He looks he is, sharp. I love Bruce Arians. He looks Arians. sharp as fuck, man. He always looks sharp as fuck. You said you like. Okay, if you want to go down to, to Tampa, Mark Ingram. You want to make them better, Mark you know, Ingram, free agency. Le'Veon Bell. Le'Veon Bell. You said it last week. I did, but I don't think they're going to want to pay that kind of money because they need help everywhere too. Fair point. That's what I'm trying to say. And old, I, I, old I don't Grimey's. Think, oh, buddy, that was funny too. Frank Grimes. Yeah, this podcast is about about the vibe and the laughs. It's not about the football knowledge. No, it's more feelings. We're not that smart. Do you think Barber can be that running back in Tampa Bay? No, I don't. I think he's an excellent compliment back, like a Marlon Mack. I'm not saying that they I can't... I agree, too. I'm not saying that they can't survive 300 touches a season. I would not say that about a professional athlete. What I am saying is, is that it would behoove the offense to put a true number one back there. Tell that guy talking behind you, fucking... Motherfucker, shut the fuck up when I'm talking. We're trying to record a podcast. What is he, at work? Yeah. I, yeah, I know. Tell him to go fit that pipe somewhere else, <laughs> he bud. He says, yeah, I know. <laughs> I couldn't hit mute fast enough. Yeah. That's fucking awesome. Hey, can you go turn that valve? He's just running away. <laughs> yeah. Um, so... Hey, we got pipe exploding over here, okay? Oh, yeah. What team... Uh, What's you, your name? Um, what do you think about Tampa Bay's defense? Like, I mean... Speaking of tire fires. They, yeah, like, they need help everywhere. They're, they're similar to Oakland. I think there's Gerald McCoy, and then there's everybody else, no? I agree, too. Uh, and some of them get up in age, right? Mason Foster's a really underrated linebacker. You know what I mean? But, like, they don't... Like, like they drafted Vernon Hargreaves at cornerback pretty high. That was a reach. Out of Florida, and he hasn't been the player that they drafted. They wanted a lockdown SEC man-to-man guy. You know what I think of instantly when you talk about him? What's that? Mo Claiborne. Ooh, same. Wasn't, same drafted as high, wasn't drafted as high, but no. it's a reach of a pick. Yeah. I mean, so if I'm Bruce Arians, let's 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 play the game. I bring in Mark Ingram because he's not going to command Le'Veon Bell's salary, okay? I bring him away from the Saints. I immediately, in the draft... Um, I immediately draft an edge rusher, okay? I get either a defensive tackle who can get to the quarterback or somebody who can get off the edge and get to the quarterback. I want a disruptive guy on my front defensive line. I don't care, three or five technique. Like I said, 3-4 end, 4-3 end, I get somebody who can rush the passer. Then, I replace Deshaun Jackson because there is a lot of talk that he's not happy with Jameis Winston. So maybe a Hollywood Brown is a really good fit there because they're a very similar style player. But Mike Evans is a big body guy. Um, Godwin is proving to be somebody who can hold his own as well. So maybe a similar <clears throat> Deshaun Jackson type of burner, a nine route guy, a blow the top off the defense is exactly what you need. I would also bring in a thumper. Landon Collins playing free safety in Tampa Bay does makes a lot of sense. DJ Thwerendrew is a thumper. I would I would I would say I would see a DJ Thwerendrew guy. No, I would see 
if I can bring in an absolute thumper to play strong safety for me, and then I would maybe even draft a ball hawking safety. So do they maybe overpay for Earl Thomas and give him the money that he wants? What's crazy about that? It's not crazy. I think Earl Thomas is actually going to end up in L.A. I think he's going to be the, the Marcus Joyner uh, replacement, and that's going to be the spot that he, he takes less money for. So the, you're saying that the Rams are going to make him a deal that he's going to take less money for? They're going to they're gonna veto Corleone. Love it. Make him an offer can't refuse. There you go. Okay. So, what do you think about that, B? Yeah. Um, I don't disagree with it. I still think he might come our way. I'm yeah, I'm not, I, I know. I'm, I'm, Dallas, I'm hoping Dallas. that he I, takes I a hometown discount, either. though. I don't want to overpay for him. I don't want to give him yeah, $10 million I, agree. I don't want to overpay for him either. Okay, let's stay, let's stay in Dallas. Let's make them better. I'm going to say some controversial things here. Let's cut Sean Lee. <laughs> yeah, I cut Sean Lee. I love Sean Lee. He's one of my favorite players on the team. What's controversial me, me too. about that? Keep me, him around as a defensive advisor. Well, he still wants to play. He thinks he's he, he's missed so many goddamn games to injury that he's only played <laughs> two seasons in nine years. He's got fresh legs. I'm, I'm <laughs> no. kidding a little bit. It's so frustrating when he's off. If, but now we got LBE. So. You know what was more frustrating? When he was on the fucking field in L.A. in the playoffs. Absolutely. He looked lost, He did look lost. And he it's hard lost. to say. It was a bigger, it's a bigger fall-off uh, than Des Bryant's. Oh, wow. So, controversial comment one. So, the, the de- degeneration of Sean Lee's hamstring could be like a topic unto itself. Yeah. Because it's never healed properly, yeah. and the Penn State star was never able to show why he was a Penn State linebacker. And it's frustrating to think about because you guys as Dallas fans, if you're mad, imagine how he feels. Yeah. So See, and that's the other thing, is that's where I see I can see him being retained, because he's a realist. He knows that he's fucking taking more money from Dallas than Earl Spence Jr. Oh, that's good. That's gold. I like that. I'm looking at hoping that uh, Travis Frederick is back and better than ever this next year, but I still don't oppose to maybe maybe. Just, well, I like Looney. Though. I like Looney too uh, as a so, backup. But what do you feel about Williams? I think that he needs to hit that fucking weight room and hit that yeah, hit those weight hit those weight shakes. Well, I mean, he needs to do. He needs to start doing some squats. He needs to put on a lot of weight. He needs to start putting on a lot of ass. Um, like, <laughs> to use a new wide receiver. Yeah, I want them to draft Penny Hart at ninety-two because I don't want to re-sign Cole Beasley. Is I don't want a guy that's not happy. You're gonna draft a Tavion Austin. I think the Cowboys made Cole Beasley this way, like not you happy. have that player though. I think we underused him. We did. We definitely underutilized them, but it's not all on Dak because I mean it's hard to see. It's probably hard to see him over the offensive line and the in the defensive line, right in your face. Respond to that though. Why do you draft a player you already have? Try to hit the same vein that Kurt Cobain did. You can say whatever the fuck you want. Tavian. So if Tavon gets hurt like he has the last four years in a row, then like I said last week, you got your fill-in guy because yeah. this year the the jet sweeps. Went away. But then you're spending your ninety the, the ninety second pick on an insurance, not a need. Um, that's a fair point. But I think if Kellen Moore is gonna be uh completely different from Scott Linehan, then maybe we start running four wide receiver sets and spreading them out wide and with and that. getting the eight men out of the box and Can't still running and, and not necessarily even throwing with four wide receivers and running Zeke with in space. 
Well, you play the way L.A. does. You go three wide receivers, one tight end. They stack a lot, yeah, they exactly. Stack and, but they leave it, and then they still get Gurley the ball a lot, and like he still yep. does fine with this the shit, less blocking. I want to go off on a small, small tangent. I watched the Super Bowl again because the NFL Network brilliantly puts the best games on. They put the, the Super Bowls on. And I was watching this last Super Bowl. The L.A. Rams barely ran any motion. Yeah. Any wrinkle I don't know why, against yeah. the New England Patriots. That was their pre-snap. There was no. Pre, there was a, okay, but there was no pre-snap complexity. And I don't care if the defense is in a zone exclusively. You run your motion. Okay, motion doesn't just tell you if it's man or zone. It doesn't just tell you that. I know. It communicates what the linebackers are doing. It yep. communicates what a blitz is happening. Okay, so to not do that shows your hand a little bit more. It's like playing Texas Hold'em with one card down. Yeah. So why not have that pre-snap <clears throat> complexity, even even if it's just, I don't know. I, I that's 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 a tangent. But you know, back to Dallas. Yeah, I agree. How, how do how do they change their scheme up during the Super Bowl? Like, it's it's not working after a quarter and a half, or even say the first half. How aren't they switching things up? And how can you stay confident in your game plan at that point? Like, I totally agree, Brandon. Like, it, it seems like they had no confidence in it after say two quarters, and they just still won't. Well, just maybe it'll work. And they maybe just stuck work. with it anyway. Yeah, yeah, no, that's a great point. It's like a, it's like a stubbornness derived from a. Well, we're just going to run the ball and do what we do. It's like, well, what you've done is got you three points against the zone defense and one of the best quarterbacks and coaches since Bill Walsh. So, yeah. it's just absurd. Um, you don't have to. No, I like it. It's classic. <laughs> I feel like it's 1976. Like, like Roach Lebowski style. Yeah, this is great, man. We need some credence. <laughs> Clearwater. Well, no, 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 I just think to myself... Oh, Jared got tossed around a lot. He certainly did, and I shouldn't have made that comment without thinking about, you know, how, how bad like he After played, he got rocked on the sideline, which was a legal hit, but, like, that one... Oh, he was... Yeah. Who was that, Johnny? When Jared, Goff, when Jared Goff. Goff was running to the sidelines and... Oh, right, whatever. right. He yeah, just smack fucking just rocked him. Smack. He slid six movie. feet. Um, how, uh... So, so if, what's you're the, a, if you're the Washington Redskins, do you spend $25 million on Nick Foles to try no. and rebuild your team that's falling apart? No. Because you st- you're still on the hook for $40 million guaranteed to, to Alex, Smith. Alex Smith over the next like two or three they're, years. They're, they're, they're fucked, man. They're fucked. So, you know what? You know what? I said Kyler don't talk about it anymore or, or try to bring it even in the group chat, but they're in a position where they're not looking for a long-term quarterback. They're looking for Colin a bridge. Kaepernick? He's perfect bridge for them. You think Colin Kaepernick is perfect Yeah, because bridge? he doesn't, like, everyone's liking him to go to Carolina. But, and, and Cam might be out for the year. But, they're, uh, he's not, he's not a backup. I mean, he, he doesn't want to be a backup. He <laughs> is a backup. That's why I said I don't want to talk about him, because what are we talking about fucking backups for? But, if you want to talk about a bridge guy for the, the Redskins and make them better... I don't know if it's going to make him better because the fucking stats the last couple of years speak for himself. I mean, he was never over a 60% uh, completion guy. So Can you just hurry up and say his name? Like, Call Kaepernick, bro. So, recently, the grievance and the resolution was filed outside of court 
And his attorney, Mark Garagos, was on the record as saying that he is in football shape, he wants to play in the NFL again, and he will get a trial. Aside derail you right there. Remember when Zeke got suspended and he put out a mini documentary showing how he was training in Mexico, running in the sand and shit, I'll be ready? Yeah. That was six weeks. Okay. He wasn't the same Ezekiel Elliott those final two games of last, of, of last season after the suspension. He was out of football shape after six weeks. Yeah. He's been out of the game for two years. That's my only thing. Did he have a cultural movement on his shoulders that yeah. was bigger than like, Sure. That was Absolutely. And that's the thing. The like, biggest thing. I think he should... Like, he wants to play. It's his passion. Whatever. But, like... <laughs> How does Washington not I, give him a tryout? I, it's How? not going to make him I think we're going to see the same happening as we saw when he was in the league. Like, I know he had the one good year. But other than that, I think he'll just be a mediocre Kaepernick and we'll float around maybe a couple teams here and there and then that'll be it. Stop. Right there. 14. Games played. Six. That's his highest completion. Sorry, no. The year before, 62.4 completion percentage. But like, the last, he's always been hovering around 60, even when he was good. But do you know the last couple good. years was like 57 or something? Okay, but do you mean to tell me that a team with a good defense can't win with Colin Kaepernick? Do you mean to tell me that the Jacksonville Jaguars... His last two years in the league is QBR is 43.7 and 49.2. I think I think the Jags would be better off with Nick Foles than Kaepernick. Right there in the numbers. Listen, I haven't had a quarterback performance... So 2014, Blake Bortles played very, very well, okay? It's been inconsistent. It's been it's been inconsistent since then. When I look at Colin Kaepernick's numbers, I see somebody who's a proven winner in the regular season and the postseason. So is Blake Bortles. But the reason why I'm comparing the two is because Colin Kaepernick adds an additional wrinkle. Actually, Blake Bortles can run as well. Do you? Th- but do you think the Patriots are? Yeah, we are. Do you think that the the Patriots? I'm so high right now. I'm higher than Josh Gordon. I haven't said that in a couple weeks. Um, the Washington Redskins. No, not the Redskins. The Patriots are the other team with the Panthers likened to giving him a tryout or giving him a backup role or whatever. You don't think that Robert Kraft is one of the coolest? Well, I was gonna say, do you think do you think Meek Mill uh, hit Robert Kraft and was like, "Yo, give fucking Cap a give Cap a run." I feel like Robert Kraft is the kind of guy who would say, "If he can play, we'll give him a shot." All right, we're kind of trailing off here. That's in the interview. You don't want to uh, get rid of Brady when his career is done and follow up with Kaepernick. No, and he's not going to be able to fucking be around four years from now to, to fill in for. It's just crazy to me, Mike. Do you understand why I don't want to talk about Cap? Because it's just it's fucked. The man is how a, good is he going to be? The man is a thirty-year-old professional athlete. Oh we God. don't know what he's done in his spare time. I don't care. You don't like you don't like my my point about Zeke and six weeks suspension and how he was out of football shape after six weeks. But I'm trying to explain what to you that. What about Kurt Warner? What the fuck? You want Kurt Warner to get out of the AAF booth and start throwing for Washington? What do you mean, B dog? No, what about I'm intrigued. Kurt Warner back in the day when he when he joined back up with uh, the Rams when he bagged groceries? Well, 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 yeah, how, he was. How old was Kurt Warner then? He was like an arena football league star. Was Kurt Warner a running the, quarterback, I sir? He was the grocery store. Was, hey, like was that. Kurt Warner a running quarterback? Absolutely not. Right, there you go. Mic drop. 
He would have got yeah. He would have got smashed. But no, that was fair though. He he was an old man. He came he, he came off the grocery store aisle on the hey, hey, If Colin Kaepernick is all of a sudden transformed himself into a fucking drop back pocket passer, and he's and he's somehow become more accurate. Which if you ask, what if that happens, bro? If you ask one of the most accurate passers in NFL history, and Troy Aikman, he is say that you can't get more accurate. You ask Dan Marino, he says, yeah, of course you can. You can evolve and get more accurate over your career. So there's two of the most accurate, accurate passers, passers of all with time two with different perspectives with total, on accuracy, and that's why I love football, bro. It's fascinating to me because that's no a matter, really really cool point. Yeah, like no one's wrong, no one's right. Even if you sound outlandish and fucking stupid as fuck, like you do about Tom Kaepernick. I feel like you have. Like, that, I do. Look at Mike throwing a little pot shot. All okay. that, all that I'm trying to say is, is just imagine if the last two years he has been perfecting the parts of his game. That maybe he wasn't able to, maybe he wasn't healthy enough to. Do you know what I'm saying? Just think about him There's as like being vision to see the psychology is different. You're talking, okay. yeah, you're talking about Zeke Elliott. Maybe there's a psychology that Colin Kaepernick possesses that the other man doesn't. I, I just don't know. Maybe it's a maturity. Maybe it's... I don't know. The we had the stats pulled up right His there in front of us. percentages hovered around 60, if not, if not his 50, best, 50, his, 50. His best year was 19 touchdowns and 10 interceptions. No, is no, that no, passing? No, no, is that correct? Oh, hold on. Oh, why was okay? Why was? There Can you get back to yeah? That Pull that one. back up. I love this fucking new picture. Yeah, I love how we moved helpful. up on the world a yeah. little bit. Okay, so seventy-two touchdowns to thirty. So he's more than All two right, to but one. Don't fucking All right, I'm just big picture here. Best year, 2013, 21 touchdowns, eight interceptions. The following year, it's almost three to one, almost three to one. Nineteen and ten. Okay, so the turnovers that's got. Now, did he rush more though in the next season? Look, uh, now that's so, not showing his rushing touchdowns either. No, of course not. Nor is it showing the 2012. Yards game. 2012, when they went to the Super Bowl and he took over, played 13 games. He only had 10 passing touchdowns through three interceptions, but he had five rushing touchdowns. Yeah. They lost in the Super Bowl. Defenses couldn't adapt. Fast. The next two years after, San Fran was like a, a perennial playoff team. Yes, sir. And 14 was his last good year, I'll say, mm-hmm. in my opinion. And he didn't throw 20 fucking touchdowns. He, no, no, but he, he did run for a 90-yard. He ran for a 90-yard yeah, play. Yeah, touchdown. Holy good crap. Time. 639 yards as well. All right, that's so enough. So in 2014, man, I'm telling you, you can win with him. Okay, we're going we're gonna to wrap up this episode with how to fix the Packers with what, this I game. Guess. I'm going to call Mitch, which... Is uh, we've been meaning to do, I like that. and Brandon, are you still good to stay on the line? Yeah, I'm so good. Okay, good. Just wanted to make sure. <laughs> Yo. Yo, what's going on, buddy? What's up? Nothing. We're just uh. We're fucking all over the place on this podcast, and we're trailing off here and there, and we're trying to find a. Trying to find a talking point that, that'll stick. Yeah, sorry, I didn't even intro you. Uh, intro yourself, bro. <laughs> um, I don't know what name I'm going with here. The Green Guest. The Green Guest. The Green Guest. The Green Bastard himself. I don't think Mitch the Packer comes off too well. No, it doesn't. It sounds fucking really, <laughs> sounds really suspect, bro. <laughs> it sounds like I mean, you go to a bar called the Tight End. Not much I can do, but I mean, I think I'd go with the green guest over Mitch the Packer. Uh, I was, okay, I was going to try to confuse the guest and intro you as Coach Mitch, uh, um, what's, the, what's his name? Fucking 
Mitch Lafleur. Yeah, I was gonna say uh, we got Coach Mitch Lafleur on the line. Go with the old Twitter handle, but uh, that's funny. The green guest uh, is with us. Um, so we've been Brandon. Fucking tell that guy to shut up. Goddamn fucking Walters. Fucking Jesus Christ! I'm trying to do a goddamn game show on my podcast here. All right. So. So, Mitch, we, we've been kind of scatterbrained playing this game of trying to fix a team with either uh, an ad through free agency or draft and then also kind of fixing or, or putting the team in the right trajectory through a drop. Um, oh. We've kind of been all over the place with a couple different teams, but we haven't touched on Green Bay. So oh, I figured, uh, you know, it's time, it, it, time to call an expert. <laughs> So, is there any, is, you know what I mean, anyone that right away you're thinking that uh, would instantly make the, the Packers better through a free agency ad or a draft pick? Uh, yeah, I think we they, they have to target uh, uh, safety in free agency. Okay, so who do you like? Do you like Earl I Thomas? He, I do like Earl Thomas. Uh I, I think he's the better choice out of out of all the free agents that are probably going to be on the market, safety wise. Okay. Um, Coming off I the injury doesn't scare you. It does a little bit, but. Um, going to be thirty. Drafting drafting another safety scares me. Wasting another draft pick on safety. Especially yeah, well at least wasting that first year. Like it's it's tough to expect a lot from a safety in the first year. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I like it. I I would be happy if they did that. Um, because if they don't, they have to address it early in the draft. And yeah, I feel like they've already devoted so much early picks to defense in the last few years. Okay. So what do you? Yeah, it is uh, kind of crazy considering guard, what their defense look like. Would be great if we could get someone like Saffold. I don't think that's possible, but like that who's would be sorry? a huge upgrade. Like Saffold from uh, the Rams. Okay. Like we need some O line help big time. I think mm. that could be addressed in the draft. Yep. But uh, yeah, those are those are my two big needs. I think for Green Bay is O line and um, safety. That being said, if they obviously resign a couple guys. Right. Then those are the two big needs, definitely. Did, especially if you're gonna have uh, if you're gonna have Aaron Rodgers on one leg for say seven games every year, you're gonna need a big old line, I think. Yeah, exactly. Old line's a big need. Coming from Alberta, fucking. They gotta keep him up, right, man? It's true. That is true. He's getting older. He's getting older. Like. Okay, so that that's a good transition point right there. You you know you, you've been a devoted listener. Um, yeah. You know my stance on on that contract, and like I, I like I said last week, I was pretty blunt. I said that uh, although I got him six on my QB list going into next year, I don't I don't think that he's doing too much winning for the rest of his career because of that contract. I don't think the contract like I've heard people even say basically this year like doesn't even care anymore because he's got all the money and it's guaranteed. I wouldn't but, say I mean, that. the guy came out higher than Josh Gordon second half in Chicago after that injury. I think I'm higher than Josh Gordon. <laughs> um, on one leg, 
played six, seven games injured. Like, he's still trying. I think, you know, I, I think he cares. Um, I think so, too. I, I don't know. Ask, ask Johnny Stats if it's – maybe I'm wrong, but I'm pretty sure there's, like, at least five – if not like six or seven quarterbacks that are like bigger cap hits this this season coming up than than his. Oh yeah, I would agree with that. I would say that uh, I know Kirk Cousins is probably going to be higher than him, and Stafford's probably up there. Carr's up there. Garoppolo's up there. Yeah. Like um, hey, probably save three, on, pull it up. <laughs> you know what I mean? So like, if he was like a huge cap hit, but I think there's a team that have you know guys that got to pay more than Rodgers this year. That's true, but uh, and again, all those teams missed the playoffs. All those high cap hit teams on quarterback. Uh, I, think, they, I think Breeze is up there. Brady's up there. Um, I can't remember. I could even be wrong. You are right. There's sure. eight. Got, fucking Ryan Tannenhill's a there, bigger cap hit than, than Aaron Rodgers. There is yeah. so you know much. What? I'm going to be on Green Bay. Smart with their contracts too. I know he's got a ton of guaranteed money. But I was going to say it was all in the bonus, right? It was all in the signing bonus. And there's so much less yeah. talent above him that are such greater cap hits. So in reality, it's almost like there's value in Green Bay. Fuck, you guys when, just changed yeah. the stance. When you like, get that kind have, of talent. They don't have right. tons of money to spend, but I think if they're smart and you know they use the draft picks proper, they have enough to fill the holes. You're not wrong. Definitely. And then even in the next couple of years, like they got him. I don't even remember what the contract is. What five years? So he's locked in for another four or something. Is that what it is? Yeah, I know it's it's. I would personally like, like to three, see two seasons from now. Yeah, the the quarterback market's going to be like his his contract's probably going to be like a normal contract. Well, the Jaguars ruined the uh, the fucking QB market in March last year. Absolutely, paid market value yeah. for a, a, an average quarterback that they wouldn't throw let throw on third and six. Yeah, go to the Super Bowl. Yeah. Exactly. Played. I'm paid not going to say I'm not worried because it is a high contract and he's getting older and he made mistakes this past season that you know aren't uh, usually Rogers like mistakes. That's but, what I was talking about calling, last week. But it's not as just. Much as, as it's, much as I love McCarthy, I've been calling for McCarthy to be gone for like three seasons now. But yeah. it's it's I not think, so I much Aaron Rodgers and his decision making. It's not so much that they also need offensive line help as well that they need to address in the draft because there's been more injuries on that line in the last couple of years that's contributed to Aaron Rodgers being a little bit less than the greatness that we're accustomed to. Would you agree? Yeah. And that's what I was kind of talking about, how they're handicapped to help him. Now you guys have just softened my stance, like show, like Johnny pulled up the stats right quick with fucking new screen right in front of my face. Like he's number eight on that list. Like Joe Flacco and Ryan Tannenhill have a bigger fucking cap hit against their team than, than. Uh, yeah. And we didn't even yeah. talk about that. How Flacco just got well, trades at Broncos. Well, but no, like, let's just stick with. I know, but I'm just push. saying, like, yeah. th- like they're taking that contract on with. Uh, the Keenum contract. Yeah, but John Elway has made some suspect GM moves well, in the I last said, couple of years. I so said it last I, week. They've had 17 fucking quarterbacks through I, there I since he's been running things. I know. Back to Green Bay. Um, I, I, I like the young cornerbacks, though. I think Jair Alexander can play. Right? He's a good pick, yeah. I think. I, yeah. I, I think I mean, that the defense Kevin is young and hungry. Kevin a good corner when he's healthy. Absolutely. Kevin can't stay healthy. If he can stay healthy, if you look at his stats when he plays healthy, he's a good corner. And he's a great, like, paired with 
with Jair, they're kind yeah. of different and uh, Josh it's Jackson's a good one too. But King can't stay healthy, so I give me another bust on defense. We've had a lot of busts on defensive draft. Yeah, well, yeah. that's why Ted's gone. That's why Ted Thompson's not in that position anymore. Well, actually, Jacksonville today just signed uh, Dom Capers to um, as a as a senior defensive advisor, assistant, some shit like that. So apparently, they want to rush the passer this coming year, and they they want to do it with exotic packages and stunts and all that crazy stuff that Capers was right that Capers was was famous for when when Clay Matthews could run and he wasn't you know hampered by the let me add have I said have I been like talking out of school in your opinion about your Packers this season like was do you think that I was right that uh uh Clay Matthews didn't know how to play football for like a fucking four or five week stretch because of those bullshit calls early in the season oh no yeah that's 100% true is his career over no 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 he's just He's just not the same as far as a quickness goes, as far as a bend, as far as a twitch, as far as a getting to the to the quarterback goes. What do you think, Mitch? He's yeah, not the same I, guy. I think Clay's still a good player. He's just not at the money he was making. Right. You know? But, I mean, you know, Johnny Stats is 33. If Clay had a really reasonable contract and draft uh, outside linebacker, I'd be, I'd be okay with that. I agree. Yeah, three and a half sacks this past season. Their problem was giving Perry all that money. Mm. Which was not, yeah, because like, he, yeah. Like that, that always scares me about players when, and when they're, in, they're, they're very, very average. They were drafted super high. Right. They're very average, average throughout their career, and then comes contract year, and they're outstanding. Yeah. And that's what happened with Perry. They gave him like twelve million a year or something, and he sucks. And he was. He, he was injured all the time anyway. He had one good season on contract year. Those guys, to me, are probably always going to be lazy. You know what I mean? They have the talent, but their focus isn't there all the time, and they get paid way too much money. Mitch, can I ask you? Um, having That's a great new, point, by the way. Absolutely. <clears throat> and I, we, we b- both agree. Um what do you think about having a new general manager, and how do you think that's going to influence what you guys do in free agency and the draft? Um, I like Gutenkun's GM. Like, at least what he was, like, what he tried to do last year in free agency. Mm-hmm. He was, like, the most active Green Bay's been in free agency in, like, my whole life. I mean, Muhammad Wilkerson uh, was a great pickup. It's a great signing. Yeah, I think so. He was playing well. Again, injury. Yeah. Um, Sucks. I don't know if they're going to resign him or not. It's tough. To they don't honest. know how he's going to rehab. I don't yeah, think they will. See, yeah. that's what you 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 did. You likened it more to the injuries than like when we were talking last week about the, I guess uh, drop off in Rogers' play was the the injuries around them. Yes, both sides of the ball. The team degenerated. Yeah, the team yeah, because- did. Yeah, I don't know. I think it had a lot to do with injuries, obviously, as it always does. But that's never an excuse because every team has tons of injuries. That's right. And we have injuries every year, and somehow Rogers still pulls it off. And and that's what I was saying is that this was kind of the first year where it was like he wasn't putting that belt on too often. No, no, exactly, right? Like, I know he had an injury he was dealing with or whatever, but he still made a lot of mistakes even near the end of the year when he was feeling better. Yeah, when they were supposed um, to run the table again, right? Yeah, McCarthy, like, like as, as much as I like McCarthy, you know, maybe not as much as I like Holmgren, but I like McCarthy, but his time was up at the end of 2016, in my opinion. Even he ruined the 2017 season. I think Hundley was good enough to win some more games than they did, and he just babied him. That's interesting, yeah, that, that's really interesting. I, I like the way you I said heard, that with babied um, him. 
they were scared to run their they, offense. They don't even practice running plays with McCarthy, like the last three or four seasons. That's wild. Yep. They yeah, you're not wrong. practice running plays, and I believe it. So is that, do you like Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams to be the tandem that, that Green Bay needs to win? Yeah. You yeah, like I that, know, yeah? Uh, sometimes, sometimes I question Jamal, but like stats-wise, they're both really good. Yeah, I, I like Aaron. I scouting report on uh, Aaron Jones, and it, the final grade was probably higher than some people think, but literally you mm-hmm. watch tape on that kid in the NFL this year, and you can't find much wrong with him. Well, anytime I bet on the Packers, anytime I bet on the Packers this year, I felt like I was screaming at my fucking TV for them to give him the ball. <laughs> yeah, to just yeah, incorporate him more into the like, offense. It was crazy. I don't know. Like, and see, yeah, he's, he's a good player, man. Like he made Ty Montgomery player. expendable. Well, Ty Montgomery I, made Ty Montgomery expendable, but um, yeah. it was just a really interesting because he's a he's a draft pick, right? He's somebody that that they they. Scouted and drafted, so yeah, as a receiver, that's I didn't know that really, eh? So yeah, he was a receiver for his first two seasons, and then when we had a ton of injuries at uh, running back, he was like our punt returner and stuff too. So they put him in as running back, and he did pretty well. And he said he used to always feel like his position was running back, but college coaches always had him as a receiver. No kidding. I love that. say, yeah. yeah. And the only reason you're allowed to wear another position number is if you started in that position. That's right. I was just going to say, yeah. it's funny that you brought that up because I was literally, it was on the tip of my tongue <laughs> that it, both, it bothered me as a fucking Cowboy fan that this guy's able to check in the game as a running yeah. back, essentially, and it's like, I, I actually, well, what are they doing with him? We have no idea. <laughs> Like, are they going to fucking move him out of the flat and we got to put a linebacker on him? Or what are we doing? I like, just realized he, he was telling me about Montgomery and not Jones. I knew that. Oh, yeah. I, I thought he was explaining to me. Yeah, you're yeah, higher yeah, than Josh Rodgers. Aaron Jones, yeah. Oof. Um, hey, hey, Mitch. Do you no. think that Josh Gordon is going to get a Super Bowl ring? Who? So, this is ridiculous. Who? So, Josh Gordon... Played for the Patriots, oh. and then he had to go okay. to rehab, or he had to be, right? Yeah, yeah. Does yeah. he still get a Super Bowl ring? Oh, does he get the Super Bowl ring? Um, what do you think? I've asked this question. Uh, I think there's an NFL rule on it. I think as long as he started so many games or something. Interesting, okay. I believe so. Because I was and thinking about that. There's a rule about if he left for a certain reason, too. Maybe he doesn't. Oh, like if he broke NFL rules. Maybe that's a. Yeah, yeah. I have no clue though. Because be I, I legit don't know the right answer. You love this question. I love the question. It's yeah. one of those questions that people always stop and go, "Wait, what?" Because, like, think about it. You get traded to a team. You play for what five to seven games. You perform well, and then you have to go off for personal reasons, and your team goes on to win the Super Bowl. Well, here's a ring. Thanks for your contributions. Like, like, yeah. <laughs> well, hey, if the fucking health and nutritionist guy, fucking the godfather, oh, Ben's, if, if Ben's godfather gets Mr. a ring. Mr. Guerrero over here is rocking as many rings as Brady. There you go, There's Guerrero. Something, something wrong with that. Oh, man. Oh. Are you drinking vodka on the rocks there? Jesus, was yeah. this an episode of Mad Men? Can't smell, can't smell the jid, eh, Johnny? Jesus Christ, what is it, 1964? Oh, Another thing with Green Bay, too, is right. we do have the 12th pick. Like, that's not a bad spot. Yeah. I like defensive end for them. We haven't been that high in a long time. Well, it's so deep. Like, I, mean, I like defensive end because it's deep and you can get talent at 12. A Montez Sweat, yeah. a Clennon Farrell. Yeah. I yeah, look- like, a couple, 
I'm sure a bunch of guys, like big name guys, are drafted at twelve. I think Odell was drafted twelve. And like, yeah, good point. You you can get a lot of value there. Yeah. Plus we have the Saints thirty pick in round one. So especially two, two first round picks. Especially I mean, now the way teams are re- especially the way teams are reaching for uh, for quarterbacks now and propelling oh, yeah. them in the top ten when they don't belong. I forgot oh, that. I love it. I'm seeing that. Like Mitch, you must love that fucking they, the, what the Bears did trading away assets to get Mitch Trubisky when Pat oh, Mahomes was I available. Love I love it because I'm telling you the Bears are gonna tank. I could see it. I can see it imploding. I like finally someone on my side about them fucking Bears. Yo, Trubisky's not good. That the contracts that they've got some of these guys on are big. Um, <laughs> Vangio's gone. I don't know. I think they're in trouble. I think that's a big point with Fangio being gone. I'm a hater. I'm a hater, obviously. But I obviously. I appreciate you accepting your bias here. And Jared's like, oh, finally oh, someone no. agrees. Well, you call a Packer fan. Yeah, I know. You start talking yeah, about the Bears. Yeah, I know. I didn't even mean to bring the Bears up. <laughs> hold on a second. Hold on a second. Brandon, are you still there? I think Brandon. Oh, you're I'm still, still there. Here. Okay. I didn't know if you fucking <laughs> nodded off or not. Try to hit the same vein that Kurt Cobain did. Well, yeah. <laughs> Um, it is tough with two phones going and three guys in one room, but either way. Yeah. Um, yeah. What, what was uh, the, what, oh, I was gonna, what I was going to say, sorry, I didn't want to interrupt you when you are talking about uh, come on in, Brando. And stuff with, the, with the Packers and stuff, but come on it in. really lacked, the wide receiver corps was totally different from years before, right? Like, no Jordy Nelson this year, Randall Cobb being hurt all year. Like, Good point. That, that, was a, that was a little hit to their offense. Devontae's a beast, and though. I've been, and on the same, uh, like, I don't know if I uh, sold on uh, Jones and Williams in the backfield. I think they're great, great talent. I mean, why do you feel that way? Have you just not seen enough? Is there not enough of a sample size? Do you not trust the offensive system? What? I don't know if I trust you. I, I do trust Sorry, I do trust the offensive system. I don't know if the sample size isn't there yet. Like, I, I think Williams could succeed in the backfield more. Right. Well, do those. Well, how do you? How do you have an opinion too in the yeah, background? But, but, the, but, but um, the offense overall, I think the wide receivers that just hurt a bit this year with injuries and losing Nelson. But I think they're still strong. I think they'll be back in the playoffs next year. I've always liked Green Bay. Watching them, the offense is okay. Hold on, hold on. You said you like the offensive system, but we don't know what the offensive system is unless we're watching Tennessee Titan film. And I mean, it was just just came out yesterday that um, Aaron Rodgers wasn't consulted in the hiring of Mitch, uh, or sorry, Matt LaFleur. Um, so, Mitch, do you care about that? Do you like that your quarterback wasn't consulted? Um, I'd rather he is, but I've, I've seen him come out and say, like, he doesn't think he should be either. I've, uh, and that's why I asked the question. Yeah, like Roger says that. He says, look, I get paid to play football. You know, right. I get paid to play football. That's what, you know. Yep. Okay, uh, so I, I agree with you. Give him more power on the field. Give him more of the power on the field. Yeah, you know, if, like, yeah okay. if, if you're going to give... If he calls a play and he doesn't like it, he can change it. Yes. If he wants to change anything based on defense or whatever he sees, let him change it. I agree. I, uh, that's you know, a great point. Rogers, when it comes to front office stuff, he doesn't need to deal with that. So to what extent, guys, to what extent... Is the offensive system going to dictate their success? And to what extent is Aaron Rodgers going to change the play and audible at the line of scrimmage? Uh, I, I think it's going to be good. I actually watched, I went back and watched a lot of Tennessee stuff. Okay. And if they had the players, 
they would have been a lot better. I, I actually liked what Lafleur was running and stuff. Um, I think it's going to be good for Rogers, man. Refreshing. He said many times in the past he wants to be coached, he wants to be challenged. You know, as the media makes him seem like this guy that just wants to be the boss of everything. You know, it's not true. He wants something fresh. He was sick of McCarthy's system. Just he needs it, I think. So, uh, and it could go horribly wrong. He could hate it. They could hate each other. They could, you know what I mean? Who knows? Yeah. But personally, that's what it seems like. So I, I have a hard like. I feel like Mike last week when it's just like fuck. I I don't think I've disagreed with anything you said. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard yeah, like to I age. hate harping on McCarthy, but he was an issue, like I said, for three seasons. He was limiting him, definitely. play calling was just terrible. Like, just absolutely terrible. Super predictable. Like Yeah, it was a lot like it, my it fucking was, offensive it system. Bad. It was bad. It, ever since he, like, tried to, um, when he first stepped down from play calling duties, right then and there, you knew, like, he didn't want to call plays anymore. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If he stepped down to take a different role, he wanted to take a more of a personal role with the team and not have to call plays. Mm-hmm. Right then and there, I think that was 2015 or so, he didn't want to call plays anymore. And then it wasn't going well, so he took over again. But in my opinion, that was it. Yeah, if he's in a, if he's in a relinquish that, if he's in a relinquish offensive play calls, then you better see a, uh, an improvement in the defense. Yeah, there's improvement in everything. Like, but I mean, like, see terrible. where his focus is now shifted to. Where is he influencing yeah, the team elsewhere? Yeah, McCarthy was way too loyal too. Like, special teams was so bad for so many years. Not yeah. even really addressed. That's you very know, true. Again, yeah. Dom Capers wasn't bad coach. It's just I don't know who said it. I think it was either Madden or Gruden or, but like a coach should only coach somewhere like seven to ten years tops. Interesting. So they don't get too like stale. There's an expiry on a on a coaching. Yeah. Yeah. So, it is, uh, so things stay fresh. A but message can get stale. I mean, Bill Belichick but is the exception to the rule, I was right? Say, but Bill Belichick he's is the exception, exception to everything. I you know what? Though, I'm a good transition because I was just thinking when he said about special teams, that's the like to me, uh, just a glowing thing that the Patriots do better than any other team is they they actually draft guys. With like third, fourth round picks that are going to be, you like absolute special team. So aces. they have the best special teams player in football, Matt Slater. There you go. They've had for the last five years. That's what I'm saying he's one of the most underrated athletes he's on the football ace. field because there's there's three phases to every football game, yep. and the New England Patriots routinely win in the special teams. Right. Yes. So if you lose on the defensive phase, win in the offensive, and dominate in the special teams, your chances of winning the yep. game have increased considerably. So hundred um, percent. I agree with that. It's it's you're right, Mitch, um, in in saying that Belichick is the exception to every rule but I love hearing about 7 to 10 years I, I so because true. it's so true because ideas have yeah, to stay I fresh I remember who said it yeah. but it is it really is true other than like I said yeah hey Mitch a, Mitch how, how long has uh, Jason Garrett been the coach for the Dallas Cowboys oh, I don't know Seven years? Yeah, nine, right around nine, that time period. Eh? Nine years. Yeah, not nine years, Jason. Nine okay. Years, wow. I just wanted to make sure. I just wanted to. Uh, okay. 2010, he took over for a, whatever it was, one in six team, and they finished yeah. nine and seven. Well, we know what Terrell Owens thinks, but anyway. Yeah, no, that, and again, I'll say I it. I just love that. Because love him or hate him, fresh, he's like, never lost a locker room. I just, wow. Jason Garrett, yeah. yeah but, and, no, and, it's true, he hasn't. And McCarthy did. Love it or hate it. I agree with that. Man. Jason yeah. Garrett's team is in every single game. And 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 when it should be a fucking blowout, they're up by three. <laughs> when they should be losing by 21, it's a six-point game. 
But at least they got Zeke Elliott. Like Jason, um, right? It's a bit different in Dallas, I feel, because like, let's be honest, Jerry Jones runs that team. Yeah, it's a little bit of a different dynamic. I think Steven's um, got a lot more influence now. Steven and uh, Steven Jones and Will McClay. Yeah, that's what I mean. The Steve Jones Brown. really do run that team. Yeah, so Jerry's the tiebreaker. Coaches are are cocky and they don't want that. You know what I mean? Yep. So well, that's I why I say like, Jason Garrett's the, the perfect coach for Dallas. He is a lot more of a hands-on GM than other GMs. No, because well, he's yeah. the owner too, I mean, owner, so he's never getting I mean, fired as GM. No, he can't fire himself, right? right? Yeah. Imagine that. Jerry but that's what I mean. Like he's Jerry involved. and Jason are are perfect for yeah, each other, other in a sense of letting each other do what they yes. they do. That's right. But is that's that right. a lot of head coaches wouldn't want that? They'd want more power, right? But and is that for the best or no, is it to no, the detriment? No. I would argue that they're both enabling each other to be average. See, and that's what I'm saying. They're both enabling each other to be average. Oof, that's a probably a. Harsh reality that I got to admit to being well, correct. That's why it's good that, that Steven's that starting to take a little. It's not going to change. <laughs> yeah, no, I, it's it's tough to say if it is going to change, Mitch. Because how do you dictate that, Johnny? Like he did yeah. just win GM of the year three years yeah. ago. For going thirteen and three and drafting the best like tailback, I don't have any sit, like, with but the also Jones. drafting Dak Prescott with a compensatory pick. I don't have from, any problem with the Jones. I think they do well, and I think they're smart with the. They're not just. I don't know. I it's, mean, they, they know the game, especially Steven. I like to see that the Suns taking the. Well, I was control. just gonna say. I think more so than any other franchise. I have, nothing, I have nothing against Jerry. Sorry. More than any other franchise in the league, it is a family or like oriented business the way yeah. that it's run, yeah. and Absolutely. Jason is a part of that family. And yeah. like you saying, it could be enabling to the point of uh, uh, mediocrity. Yeah. Yeah. So that's interesting. I mean, they they but they let their car, they put their cards on the table this year yeah. because they said we're not extending we're not extending it. Really it. hurt them is if the you know if the owners really didn't care about winning. Where I think Jerry does. Oh yeah, he'd so, sell his soul to the devil he, if he could. Yeah. He might care about his money, but he still wants to win too. So. I feel like Jerry Jones wants nothing more than to get back to the early 1990s, like to get back to what he felt yeah. like when he. Then he should have never mean? proposed that there be a salary cap. Oh. That's a whole other episode. Yeah. That that's, is him. That's I. He fought for it. It's Jerry Jones. Yeah. Al Davis yelled at him. Yep. I hate. I'm, I'm with him. Think about how much a, more. Think about how many more rings they'd have if there was never a salary cap. That's a book. That is a book. It's not an episode. That's, that's a book. All right. Um, that was. I think that was a good fucking uh, way to wrap up this episode. That was good. I think we must. Um, yeah. So I'm going to throw my uh, top quarterbacks quick. Oh, yeah, okay, yeah. Give us your top five quarterbacks. I got to go, yeah, but uh, I can't even remember who you guys had, so maybe it's close. It was, I had Mahomes, Luck, Rodgers, Wilson, Mayfield, Watson, top six. There you go. Sorry, I I was reading something at the same time. Can I hear it? Go again, Mitch. Yeah, uh, Mahomes, Luck, Rodgers, Wilson, Mayfield, Watson. I, I love that list. Through basically top five between Watson and Mayfield. Yeah, I love uh, you. The top six you there. You're on board with uh, with Mayfield, eh? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I have Rivers low, but... Yeah, I, I've I changed like, my stance on Rivers, Rivers at like four. Thirteen, but it's solely based off of he's never really won anything significant. Yeah, I, 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 I changed my mind on Rivers. The Baker sample size isn't... Kind of, yeah. For me, the Baker sample size isn't enough yet. To I, put I, top five. Did you like uh, Did you like Baker pre-draft? Um, I didn't think he'd be that good. No, so you didn't have him as your number one quarterback. I think I did think he was going to go number one just based off of picks. Okay. Um, maybe 
Do you remember? I can't even remember who the who the other guy was that we were. Did you have Darnold uh, ahead of him? Uh, is that who went second? Uh, I believe that he was the second quarterback yes. on. He yep. was the yeah. After yeah. Him, yep. And then it was uh, Allen, and then or Rosen. Rosen. No, Allen then Rosen. Allen then Rosen. Yep. Is that right? Yep. Allen then Rosen. John stats. Yeah, I mean maybe I'm maybe I'm wrong, but based off of that, I'm pretty sure. Okay. I thought Mayfield would go first. Yeah, I, I was all over Mayfield going first, and uh, yeah. I, don't know, I got a lot of uh, contention from that last year. Um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, to be honest, I wanted to put Watson a- ahead of Mayfield, but um, I think like I looked at the stats and did that like point system, and somehow Mayfield like beat him out. Okay. With stats or something. So I was like, okay, well, I'm gonna lean that way then. But yeah, I, I cool. actually like Watson a lot. Okay, yeah, see, we were earlier on, that's why I was I, a little... I think Watson's a far better quarterback than Mayfield stands right now. Huh. But we don't know what May, uh, Mayfield will do yet, only been one year, right? We've seen, well, we obviously seen what Mahomes can do, being a first, or, sorry, second-year quarterback, but being a first-year quarterback... If you, uh, if you guys have the yeah, chance... Stephon Darnold. If, if you guys have the chance, go back and watch that, that uh, first game where uh, Baker took over for... Uh, um, Tyrod. Tyrod, yep, thank you. Um, and 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 just literally watch the difference in the velocity of the ball. They had every opportunity to win that football game, yeah. and Baker Mayfield showed immediately when he stepped on the field and threw a pass that he was a franchise quarterback and yeah. a justified first overall pick. 100%. And there is nobody who's carried himself that way in a really long time. Mm-hmm. It's so much it's more than... Yeah, it's so much more than swagger and confidence. It, 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 it's beyond that. It, it, it's like it's like a metaphysical level that Baker brings something that other guys don't. It's just you don't know what to call it almost. Yeah. No, I know Mahomes is on another level, but if I can rank him one after a season, I feel comfortable putting Mayfield yeah, top five, six. And that's totally fair, and I, I don't know why I need a bigger sample size. I mean, there should be enough there, but... Something in me does, and for whatever reason, right or wrong, I have them at seven. So in reality, what's it's not that far what's off? What's two spots? Yeah, yeah. No, if I'm starting a team off. tomorrow, yeah. right? Like um, I said, originally, I had Watson above him, so Mayfield would have been six. So we got him one one apart. Fair enough. And yeah, I mean, yeah. D- Deshaun Watson for me is nine. For me. So okay, but yeah. I'm really excited to see what Mayfield does after a full camp. I'm really excited to see what the offense looks like when he gets three months of it under his belt. You know? Yeah, definitely. I, I like so, how they stuck with Kitchens, too, because he's obviously comfortable. And it may feel like some. Absolutely. Yeah, it, didn't exactly. work, it didn't work out but in I, Dallas yeah, from the coaching standpoint. Off, boys. I appreciate you having me on. Thanks for coming on the show, Let's Mitch. Do it again soon. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, okay, appreciate Mitch. you uh, taking time out of your day. It's awesome. All right. Thanks, guys. Talk to you soon. Take Peace. care now. Peace, bro. Have a good day. Take care. With that, I think we're. Uh, I didn't even ask him about the fucking the scouting class that he's taken or whatever. Gosh, there's always another episode. Yeah, true enough. With um, that being said, yeah, we're uh, we're a little overtime. Shit. B dog, um, thanks a lot for joining us at work. Yeah, uh, fuck, thanks for taking an hour and a half yeah, out of your work day. No, like you, you you didn't have to do that and be patient. And, and if you had to walk past the job site in any way, shape, or form, we thank you for it. You're very welcome. Hey. I- Getting paid to do what I love, right? Talk to you guys. Yeah, <laughs> you that's why I edit at work with headphones. I'm getting paid to edit now. Yeah. Man, it's yeah. like it's like getting paid. It's like getting paid to poop. It's dynamite. Yeah, exactly. Okay, buddy. 
So you got you, you, got, you the take care. ranking, right? So we're gonna do it next. Yeah, we'll talk. We'll talk we'll in the group chat or whatever. Okay, All right, Brando. peace out, bro. All right, peace, guys. Ciao. Uh, with that said, everybody have a good week. Yeah, have a good week. Uh, episode. We got three episodes dropping this week, so keep your eyes uh, peeled for those and hit the download button, subscribe if you haven't yet. All that good stuff. Follow us on the social medias. Uh, like, share, comment. Yeah, all that good stuff. Alright. Peace out. Let the gavel swing. Get out of my sight, you fuck. Fuck this. Hey, uh, Brett. What are the chances I could get you to give me a little autograph on this pump here, huh? Something nice to the wife and kids. What? Oh, shut up. Cocktease. Dismissed. Dismissed.